Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Well, Abby Loeb of Harvard is back in the news again. He's talking about extraterrestrials and how he believes they're going to contact the human race. Uh, I actually believe that they've already been in contact with the human race for a long time. Uh, uh, I don't know, you know, some people believe that these are flesh and blood beings. Other people say that they're biological robots like uh, Stanford's Gary Nolan. And other people think that they are robots, period. Uh, Abby Loeb believes that's how they're going to contact us. Uh, through artificial intelligence and no oh, i guess we'll find out we don't really know uh we know that there are beings right beings have been uh seen witnessed by many people over the years millions of people people have been abducted by beings uh people have seen them you know people have seen landed craft with beings walking around them are those beings artificial intelligence or are they some sort of flesh and blood actual alien being from other worlds I guess we really don't know. Uh, I'm sure the people in the in the government and the secret control group, I'm sure that they have a better idea. Uh, but unfortunately, they're not sharing those ideas with any of us, and they're obviously not sharing them with Avi Lowe because he's still uh, speculating about all this. But there, this this uh, has been talked about in uh, many different articles over the last couple of days. I've been I've been seeing them uh, about this what he about his statement with regard to this and uh it's basically in a way it is similar to what gary nolan has put forth that they could be biological robots but uh here's one of the articles from dailymail.com uh, i will leave the link and it says here ai encounters of the third kind harvard professor with a very active mind believes aliens will make first contact with artificial intelligence not humans <clears throat> Uh, and then it goes on here to say, uh, Harvard professor believes aliens will not make first contact with humans, but instead will communicate with artificial intelligence. So is that what, I mean, obviously, again, I have a little secret here, Abby. They, if that's what you believe, well, guess what? It's not that it's going to happen. It's already happened because there are beings, whether they're artificially intelligent uh, me uh, mechanisms or or their actual flesh and blood beings one or the other there there are beings that have contacted some people here in this world in fact i saw one of these beings when i was a little kid it was in my room i don't know what it was but it wasn't human that's all i could say uh, i would i would consider i mean it wasn't speaking to me that i know of but it was there i would com consider that some form of communication right and then again, there's all these other people who have had much more uh, interesting, more, way more interesting encounters with these beings than I ever did. Uh, and people like uh, uh, David M. Jacobs, uh, Temple University professor who's written books on this, who has uh, met with over you know thousands of people who have been uh, abducted by aliens, uh, who under hypnosis talked about their interactions with these beings, have talked about communicating with these beings, you know, mental telepathy communication. In fact, and the aerial school kids, for instance, uh, uh, they had, uh, there was a handful of them, over 60 kids saw that craft landed and, and extraterrestrial beings. And, uh, a handful of those kids actually were communic were receiving telepathic messages from those beings. So I would consider that communication but again avi avi loeb is a scientist and he doesn't uh, consider any of these uh reports thus far obviously he needs to see something right in front of his face so he could uh, make a scientific evaluation and that's fine i, I i'm really happy with so that someone like avi loeb exists uh i don't agree with <laughs> a lot of his conclusions at this point because i think he's not he needs to look at some of the uh things that have unfolded over the past but he's looking to the future and trying to figure out how we could make this final determination moving forward and that's fine anyway let's go through with this this article here it says Avi Loeb shared the theory in a new documentary, God vs. 
Aliens, slated for July, in which he suggests aliens will send AI drones to Earth rather than crude vehicles. <clears throat> well, I believe they're already sent. If that's the case, they've already sent them here. They're already here. They're already here. Uh, speaking to DailyMail.com, British musician and director of the show, Mark Christopher Lee, described Loeb as a very active mind, but explained his suggestion is based on the vast distance aliens could have to travel to reach us. Well, again, you know, I just want to stop there again. A lot of people <laughs> in the scientific community have trouble. Uh, a lot of just even people and not in the scientific community have trouble trying to understand how they're getting here. The fact of the matter is there's something here. How they got here, we <laughs> that doesn't matter. The fact is they're here. They got here. Uh, continuing. It says, Lowe proposes that it's likely to be some form of AI because why would you send flesh and blood creatures, Lee said. That means there's a possibility that their AI could just connect with AI and bypass humans, which is a bit scary to think about. Loeb suggests that the alien AI may feel a kinship with ours, or our AI may imitate the alien AI and become like them. So not only is he saying that the that the aliens might be sending out AI, but the AI that they send out is going to communicate with our AI first before it communicates with us. Again, no, no. It's already been happening. There's just way too many witness reports. I mean, again, this is like throwing everything out, the whole history of this out in the, in, in the garbage can and just... Uh, I, I just don't agree with it. Anyway, continuing here, it says, uh, in the film, Loeb says, my expectation from interstellar travel is that it is, it's best done with electronic gadgets and devices rather than with biological creatures because the journey takes a long time. Well, again, I, I, again, how do we know how long it really takes them? I mean, maybe they figured some things out that our scientists can't even dream of right now. Uh, even continuing here, it says, even to the nearest star, it will take us 50,000 years to get there with chemical rockets and artificial intelligence systems have that patience and then they can remain dormant so that they survive the journey. If they visit us, of course, we can use our AI systems to interpret their AI systems and, you know, they might feel a kinship to them. Lee said that Loeb is now set off to Papua New Guinea on a $1.5 million ocean expedition looking for fragments of an object which crashed into the sea there in 2014. The Israeli astronomer and his research partner Amir Suraj concluded in 2019 that an object from outside our solar system had hit Earth in 2014. The Papua New Guinea object traveled towards Earth at more than 30 miles per second, a high speed suggesting it originated from outside our solar system. The object's interstellar origin was confirmed to NASA in 2022, Loeb said, and it is tougher than all 272 meteors in NASA's Center for Near-Earth Object Studies. This has led Loeb to suspect the object might be manufactured rather than natural. Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, he is, like, again, he's looking he's looking at this, going to look at this for this object in the, in the sea, and which is interesting, and uh, he's spending a lot of money to do it, uh, one and a half million bucks, uh, and maybe he'll find something. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, continuing here. According to Lee, his expedition on which he has now set off aims to search the seabed for fragments of the object. He's on his way now, said, said Lee. He's about to do the first part of the expedition this summer to see if the object is manufactured. We're hoping that he is going to find something rather than wait around for the American government to hand over stuff which might or might not exist. Well, let me just uh, say something there to the... Uh, to Lee, uh, guess what? Uh, the government does have something, well, and it does exist. It does exist. Uh, <clears throat> and then he continues here. He says, this inter interstellar meteorite landed in the ocean. That's a fact. So why not go and have a look? 
Lee, who was a musician, a musician with the band The Pocket Gods and also produces a TV show, Nub TV, also interviewed Seth Shostak, the sheet chief. Oh, hold on a second. Seth Shostak. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Woo! Woo! Also interviewed Seth Shostak, the chief astronomer from SETI, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Shostak does not believe that aliens have already visited Earth, but confidently confidently predicts that E.T. will have been in contact by 2035, a subject on which he has a famous bet. Let me talk, talk let's just talk about it. Shostak's an idiot when it comes to this subject. An idiot. SETI is dumb. All right. I just want to, I'm not even going to get into all, all this stuff. You are, I've already talked about this guy and SETI and numerous other podcasts. I just want to point that out. Shostak is an idiot. SETI is stupid. It's dumb. Dumb. Uh, continuing. It's because the technology that we are using to scan the skies is advancing so much, Lee said. With the use of AI, we can scan so much more skies. Shostak is convinced, due to his scientific knowledge, that we will find alien life by 2035. Well, idiot Shostak, let me tell you something, buddy. It's already here. There's already people that know about it, and you're just, you're just dumb. You've, you've never researched this stuff properly. You're, you're in the cult of SETI. That's, that's where you are. Continuing here. Uh, the film also examines the likely impact of alien first contact on world religions. Shostak suggests that aliens might bring new gods with them and that if they are more technologically advanced, people on Earth might worship the new alien gods. Lee said if they are more advanced than us, the aliens might seem superior and might impose their beliefs on us because they know what is right. See, again, these people have a, an idea in their heads on how these aliens are going to be. They, they think they're going to come down. Like some people in, like in their minds, right, they think it's going to be some sort of, uh, they're going to show up on a big spaceship, a red carpet's going to roll out. They're going to come stepping off and they're going to show us wonders. And the next thing you know, everyone's going to be worship, worship, worshiping them. That I mean, they have this dumb idea in their brains, like something out of a Star Wars movie. You know, like there's going to be a bunch of world dignitaries to meet them somewhere, uh, some designated area, and they're and they're and the aliens are going to step out and and, and bow and 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 we're going to have communication with some of our top minds, like like Seth Shostak, right? Are going to be standing there to greet them. They have this dumb idea in their minds when the reality is that they're already here and they're already here and it's a clandestine mission, whatever they're up to, right? They don't want anybody to really know what they're doing, and these people have no idea about it. So so to ha- again, you're doing this documentary on this stuff and you, you bring people out like Seth Shostak who has no idea what he's talking about and it's a shame it really is uh, to have uh, someone like uh, well at least Avi Loeb is, has an open mind as compared to Shostak Avi Loeb was trying to study UFOs that are here Seth Shostak just turns his blind eye completely to it and and and, and is talking about 2035 for some reason if you don't tell me that's not some kind out of a cult I don't know what is anyway continuing uh, this is Lee. He's still talking. It, it says, uh, the film also, oh, excuse me, uh, going back here. Lee said, if they are more advanced than us, the aliens might seem superior and might impose their beliefs on us because they know what is right. The film also investigates artwork such as the Annunciation, the Saint Amidius by Car- Carlo Crivelli, which dates from 1486. It shows what looks like a UFO or spaceship sending down a beam to the Virgin Mary, perhaps sparking off the virgin birth, said Lee. Said Lee. You can interpret it in many ways, but I guess engineer alien theorists would say that it was an extraterrestrial contact and that Jesus is an alien. The National Gallery suggests that the painting shows 
Archangel Gabriel telling the Virgin she is to bear a child. Lee said the film has been a passion project. He is a Christian and has been fascinated by UFO phenomena since he was a child, so the crossover between the two subjects fascinated him. He said, I've always been interested in how first contact would affect the world. It would be a massive thing. We're inching closer and closer to it with recent res- revelations. Well, let me just clue Lee in on here. Uh, on some, some things here. They're already here, Lee. I'm sorry to tell you this. They're already here. They're, they're up to something. There's something going on. There are millions of people who have encountered these beings, right? There are millions more who have seen the craft. I mean, what do you think we're talking about here? They are here. They are here already. Uh, And I don't think they're going to have any sort of uh, uh, landing party. It's not going to be some sort of a dignified event where they all show up and, and again, a red carpet's rolled out and and then there's a dinner afterward where everyone's sitting around a, a, a long table, you know, enjoying a meal together. That stuff's not going to happen. You guys sound like you're crazy. Pick up some books and read about it, right? They're already here. They're already here. Oh, wow. I mean, what do you say to this? Absolutely absurd, the whole thing. All absurd. Uh, anybody out there, again, you, people who will listen to my podcast, I mean, I, you, this has to be cringe. You you must be feeling cringy when hearing this story, hearing the way some people think on this, because I do. Uh, anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we are back. Uh... I want to talk about, uh, I haven't updated the results from a lot of the polls I've done on Spotify recently, so I'm going to start doing that right now. 
And uh, the the first one I'm going to start with is uh, from a couple of weeks ago where, with the Vegas alien image uh, and more Grush news and debunkers imploding. That was the name of the episode. And for that episode, I asked this question, what is the biggest UFO story this week? Uh, so, of course, that was that big week when we had all that news coming out. Uh, unfortunately, I only put this poll on for a week, apparently. Usually, I put them on for a month. So, this one's already closed. Uh, so, this was from a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> it said, and the choices were David Grush Revelations, Indonesia UFO, Las Vegas Alien, and U.S. has 12 ET craft. Number one was David Grush Revelations, which received 92 votes, or 50%. Uh, Indonesia UFO only received 11 votes or 6%. Las Vegas alien gave David Grush revelations a run for the money, receiving 71 votes or 38.6%. And the United States has 12 ET craft that only received 10 votes or 5.4%. So, uh, there were a lot of stories that week, a lot of big stories. Of course, the Indonesia UFO, that was about that guy who said in, uh, uh, 2009, he saw in, he was in Indonesia, a Marine and him and some other Marines saw uh, a flying saucer getting loaded by other uh, service members with weapons, and then the flying saucer took off. I mean, any other week, that story might have been, you know, top of the uh, top of the heap there. But because of the other things that were going on, David Grush revelations, of course, was number one. And but the Vegas alien did give it a run for the money. And then that other story, USS Twelve ET craft. There were some anonymous sources that had talked to uh, Michael Schellenberger for an article and. Uh, they said that uh, they 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 are people who are uh, in, involved in the reverse engineering program, the crash retrieval program, and uh, that they have twelve to fifteen craft that they're aware of. Uh, so that again, that story would have been a lot bigger too, uh, had it not been for those other big stories going down. Okay, and then the next one I want to talk about is uh, for the for the uh, episode Grush interview reaction Las Vegas alien video analysis. I asked this question: Is David Grush telling the truth? Two hundred forty votes. Right, there's still 18 days left. 240 votes, and a vast majority of people say yes. 216 people say yes, or 90 percent, compared to just 24 people, or 10 percent, who said no. Uh, I would agree with the yeses. I think David Grush is telling the truth, uh, despite the concerns of physicists out there who believe that uh, the the alternate uh, uh, be the interdimensional stuff that Grush was talking about is to totally wrong and off base. Yeah, okay, that might be the case, but I believe he's telling the truth. Uh, I, I just don't think he's lying. I don't think that he would go uh, and, and testify to these things and risk jail, not with the, uh, the, uh, uh, the kind of career that he's had so far. I just don't believe that. And then for the episode Stephen Greer UFO press conference reaction, I asked this question. Do you believe all extraterrestrial visitors are non-hostile? There were 300 votes so far and 19 days left. Uh, yes, says 142 or 47.3%. And no, says 158 or 52.7%. So basically it's split down the middle just about. Uh, I would definitely say no. I don't see how we could know that they're all non-hostile. We just don't know that. I don't know how anyone could make that assertion. We just don't know that. Uh, and I think from based on some testimony from different people who have been abducted, uh, they were terrorized during these events. So uh, I don't I, that 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 doesn't seem non-hostile to me. That seems hostile. Uh, anyway, so and then the next one, uh, the next poll or the, for the, the was for the episode Vegas Alien Analysis alleges huge ET head visible in plain sight on video. 
Now, of course, I didn't when I was doing that uh, podcast. I uh, I was just you know reporting what somebody was saying, what somebody was trying to point out. Now that has turned out that's just a palm tree what we were talking about there. But for that episode, I asked this question: Do you like the idea that ten foot tall extraterrestrials might be present on Earth? And there were 240 people who voted so far with 20 days left. And yes, says 146 or 60.8%. And then no, says 66 people or 27.5%. And don't care slash indifferent says 28 uh, people or 11.7%. So most people say they they like the idea of 10 foot tall extraterrestrials uh, traipsing around Earth. Uh... I guess it's okay, right? I guess it'd be pretty cool, right? I, why not? Why not? All right, moving on. For the episode, mainstream media failing on Grush UFO cover-up revelations. I asked this question. If the United States government finally admits the truth about the ET reality, will it be the whole truth? Uh, 96 people voted so far with 23 days left. No, says 91, or 94.8%. Yes, says 5 people, or 5.2%. Uh, I'd have to go with the no's. I don't think they're going to tell the whole truth. I mean, I mean, if these beings are here to eat us, I mean, and which might be the case, uh, some people say that, uh, they're not going to tell us the whole truth. Uh, if they're here to basically uh, conquer the world and, and, uh, somehow, they're not going to tell us the truth. I mean, there could be reasons why they're not going to tell us the truth, and I believe there probably are some reasons why they're not going to tell us the whole truth. Once the truth does finally come from somebody within the government. Okay, uh, for the next one, uh, for the episode Las Vegas Alien Investigation Continues, I ask this question. Are the Las Vegas police telling the public all they know about the 10-foot-tall aliens? 118 people voted so far, and there's 23 days left. Uh, No, says 88, or 74.6%. And yes, says 30, or 25.4%. Um, I'm going to have to say, I, if I were to vote on this one, I would probably say no. I, I think there are some things being withheld. Uh, uh, who knows why? I mean, it could be that uh, they're still investigating it and or they need to keep something away from the public for the time being. Sometimes police have to do those kind of things. Uh, we do know that there's like 16 minutes of body cam footage that's not been shown to the public for some reason. So I would have to uh, say no on that one. Okay, uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, for, for the episode, Jet Fighters Engage UFO Over Michigan Witnesses Report, I asked this question. How do extraterrestrials travel to Earth? And uh, the two choices were large motherships or single-seat saucers. Now, the reason I was putting this out there was because some people out there, people who don't believe, debunkers, scoffers, they think that we think that these things are coming here in just the, the those little saucers that we see sometimes. I don't think that's the case. I think a lot of us believe that there are bigger ships coming here, like the one that was seen by well over a thousand people in Arizona, Phoenix, the Phoenix Lights back in 1997, and they come out of those things. I don't think they're just, you know, <laughs> flying all the way from wherever they're coming from in those little things. I think they're, they're just like small little uh, uh, sports models, you know. They're coming in bigger ships, you know. Uh, so that's that's what I I think when they do show up here, who knows? We don't know how how often they have new arrivals coming here. I think they're here right now at all times, you know. The, but and we don't know about new arrivals. But one thing we do, I think most of us agree on, according to this poll, anyway. Large motherships. Forty six people say, or eighty point seven percent say, yeah, they're showing up in large motherships. While eleven people, or nineteen point three percent, 
say single seat saucers okay so some of us still think that they're traveling all the way in single seat saucers for some reason i don't agree with that i'm sorry okay uh the next for the next uh one it was for the episode the immediate aftermath of ufo disclosure and i asked this question will disclosure of the extraterrestrial reality cause worldwide panic 116 people voted so far and there are 26 days left right now yes say 46 people or 39.7 percent and no say 70 people or 60.3 percent i think there's going to be some panic but i don't think it's going to be as as massive as some people might imagine it will be there's definitely going to be some people who are going to freak out but i just don't think it's going to be a, a just panic where it's like people or the news people or tv are just going to be panicked acting panicking there's going to be people running around all over the place all over the world cities mobs all kinds of stuff like that i just don't think that's going to happen no there's going to be a panic on a small level uh, but that's it that's my that's my opinion doesn't make me right okay uh moving on to the next one uh for the episode crime scene reconstruction expert dissects vegas alien video i asked this question do you see a tall non-human entity in the video snippet presented and dissected by crime scene reconstruction expert scott roeder uh, so far, 110 people have voted. 26 days are left. Yes, say 70 people or 63.6%, compared to no or 40 people or 36.4%. And actually, those numbers are actually pretty close to what Scott Roeder said uh, during that uh, interview when he was on on my show on that for that episode. He said well, he showed family and friends, and he said it was like a 60-40 split with like 60 people saying they see something and 40 uh, 40% saying no. Uh, and that's what it is here, 63.6 to 36.4. So it's pretty much, a, just like Scott said, a 60-40 split. I think you do see something there. I say yes. I think there is, uh, I think Scott was able to identify a being that they were looking at in the yard. And so I definitely go with yes at this point. Okay, moving on. The next for the episode, Grush's Interdimensional Beings Hypothesis Attacked by Physicist. I asked this question, what will the name of this podcast be? 10 years from now so far 44 people have voted and there's still 28 days left uh most people are saying extraterrestrial reality 17 people or 38.6 percent say 10 years from now my show will still be called extraterrestrial reality uh five people or 11.4 percent say it's going to be called interdimensional reality uh four people or 9.1 percent say it's going to be called ultra terrestrial reality uh one person only or 2.3 percent say it's going to be called deep sea dwellers reality i kind of like that one deep sea dwellers reality what if they're they're here the whole time and they've just been living under the ocean what if that's been going on you ever think of that uh okay three people or 6.8 percent say it's going to be called time travelers reality we'll see about that uh three people or 6.8 percent say it's going to be called mole people reality uh, some people think that they could be just living under the under the ground you know maybe in deep caves in the mountains or maybe they're living inside the ice packs on the in the on the south pole or the north pole maybe right now they have some sort of a alien station zebra up in the arctic i mean who knows okay and then the final one was uh, 11 people voted for all of the above reality 25 percent. so they're saying that could be a combination of everything that i just talked about yeah who really knows uh, we can't say for certainty but again I, I still believe extraterrestrial i guess that could be proven wrong at some point in the future the, the bottom line is that there's a non-human intelligence among us that's the bottom line the bottom line 
Okay, for the most recent one, and this was a Spotify exclusive episode, uh, Turkey UFO event offers hard evidence of alien presence. And I asked this question, of the below choices, which offers the strongest evidence of the alien presence on Earth? And 88 people so far voted with 28 days left. Uh, Aerial school incident got 41 votes or 46.6%. That got the most. Turkey UFO events got 29 votes or 33%. Roswell crash got 12 votes or 13.6%. And the Las Vegas alien has only received 6 votes or 6.8% of the votes, total votes. And I would have to agree, actually, I would have to say aerial school incident would be number one, actually, in my book, even over the Turkey UFO event. And even though the aerial school has no video to show you, nothing like that, it's just the fact that you had a bunch of kids. You had over 60 kids that reported seeing this, you know, landed craft, alien beings. There was a handful of those kids who who communicated telepathically, who received telepathic communication from one of these beings little kids can't contrive something like that and then maintain a conspiracy for uh, what over for 30 years now almost i mean it's just impossible they're all grown up now they all say the same thing to me that one would uh, you know that would pass muster in a court of law so i i agree with that one but the turkey ufo one is very compelling it was looked at by experts those that bit those series of videos that were uh captured by that turkish fisherman were looked at by a lot of different experts, and they all at the at, at first they were skeptical, and but then at the end they came and they said, "Well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> that's a, it's not a hoax. This is real." They couldn't explain it. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, aerial school. I I see why that one's number one. That one makes sense to me. To me, that constitutes evidence. That's proof to me. Uh, I I don't see it. anybody who looks at that story would would have to. <laughs> I I don't see how you can look at that story and walk away and think that you know that these kids are lying i think they what they they reported what they saw and what they saw was real and of course uh people have been seeing these kind of beings other people millions of other people look what they talked about corroborates everything else right just what everyone else has been talking about all these decades they have seen these kind of beings they've encountered these kind of beings they saw these kind of craft it has all of that and and it was a bunch of little kids you just can't again there's no way a conspiracy could last all this long between that started when a amongst a bunch of little kids all the way to now there's just no way so that one was real anyway until next time